Should the Green Bay Packers trade for Jamal Adams? Only if the 49ers are about to get him because they have too many good things already. Crossy Posse Packer Nation! Welcome to another episode of Packcast, the podcast where you don't have to be a Packers fan, but it sure does help. I'm your host, Tom. I haven't taken a nap in like months, maybe in like a year, and I just took a nap. It was legit. Grassy. And yes, we haven't done one of these in a while, and Jamal Adams obviously is a hot topic in the media today. And so today we're going to talk about if the Packers could legitimately and realistically Make a move for Jamal Adams. Before we get to that, I want to do some shout-outs for some brand-new patrons and YouTube members over on the Patreon.com slash Tom Grassi Comedy Front. We got Zachary Southers, we have Hudson Smith, and we have Russell Lindbaum Jr. Thank you very much for your support. And over on the YouTube memberships, we got Goat the Viking. So it's a goat who is a Viking? Are they on the Vikings, though? That is an important distinction. Totally not raging. Me neither, bro. Archibald P. Chapman. Lovely. Ungrim Iron Fist. That sounds like a D&D character. Detroit for life. Hopefully not the lion. Sam McCoy and Drew Paxson. A big shout out and thank you to all the new patrons and YouTube members. So Jamal Adams has been... (laughs) Wanting to get out of New Jersey for a while. And I can't really say I blame him because... Who wouldn't? And honestly, the teams that he's been most associated with and potentially go to are teams like the Cowboys, the Eagles, the Seahawks, or the 49ers. So I don't think that there is a very high probability that the Packers go and get him. Now, at the same time, when it comes to the safety position, safeties are incredibly devalued in the NFL. And if we were looking just to get Jamal Adams as another safety, I would say right away, no, that doesn't make sense. The only reason that I'm entertaining this idea is because he is one of those hybrid players that can potentially fill in as a linebacker, a position that we most definitely have some need at. So Jamal Adams, drafted in 2017, was number six overall. He is scheduled to be an unrestricted free agent in 2022. There were rumors that were going around that the Jets were shopping him around to the Cowboys before the trade deadline. Jamal Adams has come out and said, I would have loved that, and he has specifically asked for a trade. Now, could it potentially work out? Sure. The point that I mentioned earlier about safeties being devalued, that is going to limit the amount of money that he's going to be able to bring in. The Jets just might not want to pay him that kind of money, even though he is arguably the best player on that team. If you look at a team like the Cowboys too, you look at Jerry Jones, who really has not paid or valued the safety position in quite some time. And so... It's kind of like this weird teeter-totter in that now the Jets have exercised his fifth-year option, which he will be due $9.8 million as a base. But basically right now, he's still working off of his rookie deal. He's been to the Pro Bowl the past two seasons, had a nice year last year. In his three years over at the Jets, he's played 46 games, only two interceptions, which we'll get to, uh, a pick six, 25 passes defended, six forced fumbles, 210 solo tackles, four fumble recoveries, and 12 sacks. Now, the only reason I'm pointing out two interceptions is because that has been also a sticking point that he's not this game-changing player. While he's a very, very good player and he's been ranked, I think, the top 50 for PFF, 
you look at it from this standpoint, and when you're coming to actually pay him from the front office, they're like, eh, two interceptions is really not so great. On top of that, what kind of deal he would command would roughly be about 12 to $13 million a year. There's some estimates that I saw out there be about like $77 million over around six-ish seasons. And just for comparison, Adrian Amos, we signed him for a four-year deal, and he was just getting $36 million. And on top of that, Eddie Jackson, who's one of the best safeties in the game, signed a four-year deal for $58.4 million. So Jamal Adams is looking to be more than Eddie Jackson or right around there. So that's a pretty penny that we would have to shell out. And when it comes to the Green Bay Packers and their salary cap, we really don't have that kind of option. In addition, we also have Amos, we have Darnell Savage, who I think is going to make a huge jump year two, and we have Will Redmond, who could be a sturdy backup, and on top of that, we also got some undrafted free agents. On top of that, we have so many unrestricted free agents next year that to bring another guy in, and for a pretty penny, that's gonna cost a lot. Because the idea is, if you're trading for him, you're gonna have to give him a big contract. I know with Eddie Jackson, they wiped out the last year of his rookie deal. I would imagine Jamal Adams wouldn't go to a team unless the team guaranteed to do that as well. So we're gonna have to pay him sooner than later. It's not like we could just bring him in and then we can keep him and string him along for a couple years because the guy might just sit out. Now, as I mentioned before, Jamal Adams isn't just a straight-up good safety. The guy has been utilized all over the field. He was used in pack to blitz the QB last year, which he found success. He's been used as a linebacker and on top of that, obviously, as a safety. So I think the versatility is absolutely coveted by the Packers and is needed. Not saying anything terrible about Amos and Savage because I think that they're going to be very good players, but having Jamal Adams on the field would definitely be a game changer. When it comes down to it, I mean, I would love the Packers to throw their hats in the ring, but honestly, I don't think they have the cap to do so, and I don't think the Packers are going to invest even more into the safety position, considering they just got Amos, and on top of that, they also drafted Darnell Savage. So I just don't see them going for it. Realistically, I think he's going to wind up going to one of the birds. It's going to be the Eagles or the Seahawks, because they have a definite need at the safety position. And while, you know, the cap space isn't so great for, like, the Eagles, they could make something work. And then with the Seahawks, I mean, they haven't had the Legion of Boom in a while, so they definitely could use some secondary help. So that's where I see him going. Um, but the Packers would have to trade a first-rounder and, again, shell out just a ton of money. So, unfortunately, I don't see that happening. But let me know what you think down in the comments below. Do you think that Goody should just go for it anyway? Just go for it all. You think that that would change the defense around? Let me know. You can always send me at TomGrossyComedy.com or at TomGrossyComedy on all social media you see down below. Check out Packcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and of course YouTube. And a big shout out and thank you to all the patrons over at Patreon.com slash TomGrossyComedy and the YouTube members. But thank you so much for watching. I'm Tom Grassy. And as always, Go Pack Go! Go Pack Go!